Welcome to Watermark's Church Leadership Podcast, a conversation with church leaders for church leaders. I'm your host, Adam Tarno, joined as always by my co-host, John McGee. John, why don't you let the audience know what we have in store today? Hey, so today we are talking about leading in uncertainty. And I would say if there's ever been a time, probably in our adult well, this will life, be a theoretical discussion, right? Like we're just going to talk <laughs> theory <heard>. today. <laughs> there's some people that are struggling yeah. with this, uh, you know, uh, this theoretical yeah, concept called uncertainty. But yeah, this is probably one of the most uncertain times probably since I, I would guess 9-11, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, some of the economic uh, meltdowns that we've had. And uh, so how, how do you lead well through that when you don't have a crystal ball and God's not giving you uh, a word about what's going to be uh, the reality in six months? How do, how do you lead well yeah. through that? Yeah, it is putting leaders in a very tough situation. We were joking yesterday as we were getting ready for this podcast that we should call this this episode, how do you project confidence and certainty when none exists? <laughs> like basically, how do you, <laughs> how do you fake, fake it? it till you make it? That's right. <laughs> yes. yeah. And I think, uh, I know I've felt that sometimes when sure. I've got my team staring at me or my family staring at me or some friends staring at me going, what are we going to do? Especially over the last 11, 12 weeks. I would imagine you felt mm-hmm. that. And uh, any leader that's out there right, right now has felt this Okay, I literally do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. And so you're asking me, what are we going to do over the next few weeks? I don't know. And how do you handle that as a leader? Yeah. And so that'll be our conversation today. So if you're a leader who has felt that, today is your lucky day because we've got, I think, five really great principles and thoughts that are going to help people out. And I, I think this is a big deal. Leaders can mess this up. Absolutely. Right? Like uh, if you're going through the season of it, <laughs> they are. Do you have any examples? <laughs> Name four. <laughs> As you were. What All were right. Saying? Yeah. So leaders could mess this up. And uh, I think some of these principles are going to help yeah. immensely yeah. and uh, be some stuff that a lot of leaders will be able to relate to. So you want to just jump into the list? Let's do it. All right. So I think number one thing that we need to do when we're leading during this season is we need to remind people that uh, certainty has never existed. Absolutely. Never existed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else on this podcast that's listening or if you know that the fact that uncertainty exists every day has actually been in our Bible for a couple thousand years. Yeah. You want to frame that up? Uh, yeah. So yeah. James uh, in chapter four, verse 13 through 17. Now listen, you who say that today or tomorrow we will go to this city or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? So he already like freaks us out and then now he's just going to insult us here, right? <laughs> what is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. And then some great advice here. Instead, you ought to say if it's the Lord will, the Lord's will, we're going to do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes and such boasting is evil. And so yeah. James has uh, frowned upon those of us that maybe operate thinking that life is certain. And he has just reminded us that certainty has really never existed. That's it. And, uh, and I think all of us are really not in a new season. Our eyes are just opened That's maybe exactly more than right. ever. Yeah. You know, Adam, I mean, I think it's, it's so much worse than we think, um, but we've just been uh, I think blind to just how exposed uh, we are, and this is bringing up bringing up some of the uh, the harsh reality. But I was thinking about just how uncertain things truly are, uh, like today, and they were a year ago, and they will be uh, even when we get through uh, COVID. And uh, so, if you if you're like ner- a nervous person, stop listening uh, right now because <laughs> yeah. fast forward, uh, yeah, thirty seconds a couple I, I, so times. I, and just, fast I mean, just think about this. So it was literally, uh, you know, a lot of us think our health is is pretty good, and uh, I mean, there was 
one, I guess, one bat in a foreign country that brought literally the globe to its knees. Yep. You know, and so think about um, think about our, a lot of our like savings and retirement. A lot of us yep. have like paid into Social Security, and we're thinking we're going to uh, get that back. Well, basically, we're saying, hey, I've got this friend who I've been giving money to, and they're going to give it back to me. Well, the problem is that that friend owes twenty five trillion. Yeah. And so somehow if you feel safe, uh, I, I really think you're, you're quite, uh, deluded, you know, and think about like, uh, safety being, being militarily, you know, uh, we live, you know, we live in, in the United States and a lot of times we feel uh, safe, but there's, there's so many nukes on this planet, you know, uh, and countries that you and I might not even be able to find on a map. And all it would take is one guy has a bad night with his wife. He comes in, you know, <laughs> the coffee wasn't set to the right temperature and he presses the button and it's, and it's all over. And we could go on yes. and on and on about the different things uh, economically, even your church, you know, you might be winning uh, right now and thinking you've got this and uh, you know, the next Spurgeon is out there mm-hmm. and uh, somebody's going to leave Hillsong and those two can um, <laughs> pair up together and literally run, you know, uh, run you out of town. You yep. know, it'll be you, your, your wife and your mom will be the only ones That's left right. at your church. And so we are not secure. And I think um, that puts us in a really, a really great place as, as believers, because then we can be dependent uh, on the Lord as we should be yes. always. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and so as leaders, uh, it, this is a good reminder for ourselves that COVID didn't change anything, mm-hmm. right? This is the, it, it maybe just opened our eyes. You and I were, again, yesterday we're joking about this. So, John, what did you think in May 2019? What did you think you were going to be doing in May 2020? Yeah, so we were supposed to be landing in Japan, like today. Yeah, and you're not there today. You're <laughs> so here I'm in studio you. with me. And so uh, so did that happen? Uh, no. It didn't happen. And uh, and why didn't it happen? Because I don't even know. Can You probably, you probably could get in the country. You might have to quarantine, but... Just not wise. Yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah. There, God had some other plans. There yeah. were some other things. And so does that make you a bad leader that the plans you had in 2019 did not come to fruition in 2020? I hope not. No. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. And so, you know, here we are sitting in May 2020 and you've got some dreams or some yeah. preferences about what you'd want to be doing in May 2021. Uh, but the fact of the matter is you have no clue. That's so exactly you can right. you can plan. Uh, it, one of the phrases I know we've talked about on this podcast a lot, uh, that planning is priceless, but plans are useless, yeah. you know, and so you can plan if you want to, uh, but you literally have no clue what's going to happen. And so COVID really hasn't changed that uncertainty. That was here back in 2019. It's here in 2020. It'll be here in 2021. It's been here for thousands of years. And so the the future only feels more uncertain Mm -hmm. right now. And our Mm -hmm. eyes are just opened uh, to all this. And I, I think about some of this and one of the words that comes to mind strangely is grace. Mm -hmm. Like, like what grace that is that I don't know the future, because I think if the future were printed out every day and um, like the old, that old scene in the office when Jim got Dwight's fax paper <laughs> and sent him faxes from the future uh, to Dwight. Like if that situation happened to me, that if you found my letterhead and you were sending me faxes every day from the future, you know, and saying, here's what your day is going to be like. I bet there's many days I wouldn't leave the house, yeah, right, right? If I knew everything that was going to happen. And so uh, that ignorance is often bliss sometimes. And uh, But it is great for us to remind the people that we're leading yeah. of this reality that that you, uh, you never had certainty. I mean, here's the crazy thing. Uh, risk has always been a part of our life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people always die. People always die of sickness. People die of sickness uh, before they should die of sickness. Um, it 
this is just this is just real, and we're just talking yeah. about it more. Our eyes yeah. are just opened a little more. That's right. I, I shared the story. I mean, a few weeks ago, but you know, here we are in the middle of social distancing, and I went out for a run. So I'm not talking to anybody, and I was literally almost struck by lightning. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> that was not on your list of no. things to fear that and day. So yeah, just it, it was it was great. It was like God, boy, we uh, we are fragile, and I am fragile. And today, I don't know if I'll make it back home without getting struck, you know, uh, by lightning. But uh, man, I just trust in the Lord and I will be dependent on him um, in this moment as I should be, yep. as I should be. And those and, that we lead should be always. And, and so as a leader in this, in the midst of all this uncertainty, you have an, an uh, like a really great shepherding moment for your yeah. people. Remind them of this. And it's okay that they feel a little rattled with that because you're going to see what people really, what they really believe. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have an a great opportunity to share the gospel with people. And you're going to have a great opportunity to remind people of the gospel that we don't have to be afraid in the midst of this uncertainty right. because we have such a great father who loves us and cares for us. And he wants us to just trust him. And so we can be like a little kid. That's just like my, my sons are not waking up thinking much more than a couple hours ahead, you know, and there is something <laughs> endearing about that. Yeah. And it's not unwise for them to do that. And so as leaders, um, this is just the reality that we find ourselves in right now. We need to remind people of that. So I think that's the first principle to be helpful during this time. So the second principle would be this is do not, as a leader, do not overpromise or overdoom when you're talking with your people. So you want to talk about like, that one for well, a moment? I like that you put doom in there. I think so I, I just think, made it up. Overdoom. That's not a word, but it's a, I think it's be uh, living in Dallas, going through what we've been through, I think you would have something in mind when you say that. Yes, golly. Yes. So we just have to be careful with our words. And I remember very specifically the night before shelter in place, one of the government officials here in Dallas uh, held a press conference. All the news cameras were there. And this gentleman stood up and, and put a slide on the screen that basically said, if we do not shelter in place right now, if we do nothing, here's how many people in Dallas are going to die. How many people in Dallas County? And it was half a million people. Right. Yep. And I think I'm being generous there. I think it was actually a little higher than that, but we'll just round down. Yeah. Half a million people are going to die. Um, if we do nothing, if we wait a couple of weeks, that number will go down to 250,000. And if we go ahead and shelter in place, the number will go down to 5,000. Okay. And it, it, and it was said with a chilling tone and uh, with some words that maybe were careless. And the fact of the matter is that leader did not know mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he was a leader and he stood up there and he said probably what he was convicted to say and what he thought was going to be the best for everyone. But uh, you and I were reminded of the story of Joshua and Caleb and how fast fear spread in our city when they saw that slide. Yeah. And it just was that reminder as a leader, sometimes you can overdoom with your words in the midst of uncertainty and you can get people to do some things that you want them to do with fear. Um, and on the flip side would be being completely flippant about it, you know, just going, Hey, you know what? Uh, people get sick all the time. Let's just keep on going with our business. And <laughs> that's probably not, uh, not wise leadership either or loving leadership to, to be over promising on all of that. And so I think this is a good reminder for us as leaders that our words matter. And so we need to be very measured in our responses right now, not over promising or over dooming. Yeah. That new over, word. over dooming. Uh, I like <laughs> it. Yes. That, uh, I, I thought so much about that in numbers 13, 14, you know, and Joshua and Caleb, and they came back, they gave the good report. Everyone else gave the poor one. And that night, it says that night, uh, the nation of Israel was was weeping. And my fear travels fast. Really fast. Uh, you know, geographically and then also in someone's soul. So yep. uh, be careful. 
And then um, I think, you know, you said, um, let's not uh, overpromise. And yeah. so, uh, and I think, you know, Todd's done a great job um, with this. We're talking about our next steps yep. and kind of these next measured steps. And so he's been great to say, this is what we're going to do. And after that, like, we're not a hundred percent sure we're going to see, we're going to see how it goes. And yeah. so I think everyone goes, okay, that feels measured. That feels wise. And it doesn't feel uh, reckless. Like we're committed to this uh, strategy, uh, irrespective of the facts or how it goes. Yep. And so it's a, it's a measured step. It's the next wise step. I think it's a really great posture uh, to have uh, through this time. And so again, you don't need, we don't, we have no idea. We have no idea uh, what the fall is going to look like. So we're, we're trying to game plan for these next seven days and we're taking our best stab at it. Uh, we think it's wise and we'll find out if it's not, we'll change. And I think people really uh, appreciate that and they can uh, be led. Uh, they, they will feel led through that. Yeah. And I think maybe the part that is new this year compared to last year is that when you do talk about some plans in the future, remind your people that if new information becomes available, we're yeah. changing all of totally. it, you know, and that, that is probably something new. I don't think there was uh, last year in the summer of 2019 when we were talking about the fall, we didn't say, and by the way, if a global disaster happens, we're going to change all of it. Like that was just not on our radar. We didn't, that was not part of our vocabulary. So we're probably a little bit more trained to say that now. And I think it's healthy and I think it is good to remind everybody uncertainty exists. It always exists. There's always risk when new information presents itself, we will change our plans. And I think that's being measured in your response. You're not over promising and you're not uh, overdooming. And I think that's, uh, that's yeah, a really helpful, helpful. to really helpful. during this time of uncertainty. All right, let's talk about the third one here would be to don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. And because, you know, there, I would imagine there's some leaders that are driving around and could be having that mental conversation, that self-talk going on right now. Like you fool, why don't you know what to right. do? You know, right. why do you feel so much fear right now? Why do you feel so anxious? Uh, your people are looking to you right now. Why can't you be more of a leader and just want to, quiet those voices if they're going on in your head to not beat yourself up that that you don't know exactly what to do next yeah that's right the world does not know that's right and uh, so you have talking heads um you know who would say that they do and you know maybe a deluded neighbor uh, that says he knows but but you don't and neither do leaders uh, around around the world and so uh, i've i've seen this that, that thing that you're talking about adam people going like oh, man what's wrong with me i don't know and i i don't know how to action uh, the future or i don't know how to you know game plan 6 months from now and in reality is like no one knows. Yeah. And so welcome to the club. Yep. And uh, you you are where everyone else uh, is. And so that that uh, <clears throat> doesn't give you the answers, but it should settle you yeah. uh, just a little bit. And then I would say while well, we're talking about emotional states uh, through this, not only not beat yourself up, but understand how it is that you react to uncertainty. And we've seen people, you know, people get angry. Uh, we've seen people uh, withdraw. We've seen people just want to do something. So they just are, are looking for some activity just to do so they can feel better. Um, you know, uh, they want to go buy something at the yep. store, uh, you know, uh, and then stock up on uh, necessities just because they want to do something. We all have kind of this response and you need to know yours um, so that you can just kind of manage that and lead well uh, through that. But don't beat yourself up. And um, and know what nobody knows. You're just trying to do the best you can. God's got you where you are. 
and uh, he's with you. Yeah. He is with you. And that's comforting. And there's, there's a lot of temptation during this season right now to compare ourselves to other leaders with social media. Again, we've, we've talked about this before. You don't just compare yourself to other leaders in your town. It's now every leader around the world doing all this. And here's one thing. If you are somebody that is... That's, a, is, fa- that's a fascinating thought, by the really way. Is. I mean, because uh, so a pastor 60 years ago uh, would have compared himself to all the other pastors in town yep. and then a bunch of dead guys that he wrote about. That's right. Um, but, but not a church in Sydney... Um, you know, or Singapore or New York. Yep. And he had no idea. Or a uh, guy in some other uh, city or other state that's got a cropped view on his, uh, on his Instagram totally. feed that totally. makes it look like, you know, that he's got something more, she's got something more going on than this you really don't, you don't see that's the really stuff that's there. Yeah. So that, that was like inception. That was a podcast episode within a, a podcast, podcast episode. So that's just free my for you guys hurts. right there. But here, my wife was reading something uh, this morning and she texted me this quote that, that I think is good for us to remember right now. She said, the force of your opinion does not make this correct. Right. <laughs> and so as leaders, if you're sitting around and somebody is right. on their Instagram feed or is on a talking head and their opinion seems so forceful, we, we, that doesn't mean they're correct. Mm. That just means they really like their opinion mm-hmm. right now. And so don't go out there and try to be like somebody or else. Or they're compensating. That's, that's what we're seeing a lot of, yes, right? That's like a this, great, this yeah. forcefulness is I'm compensating because I don't really know, but it's the best, uh, my best strategy to convince you. So yes. I'll come, yeah. Come I'm going to try to get everybody nodding their head in agreement to make me feel better that I've right. got it. So there's all kinds of different things that are going on right now. So the bottom line is this is what we all need to remember is that uncertainty is why the world needs leaders, mm-hmm. right? They, um, if everything worked out great, then the world would just need managers but the world doesn't just need managers. It needs leaders. It needs people to step into chaos, step into uncertainty and to just say, all right, I'm going to try to bring some order in the midst of all of this. And so uncertainty is never going to go away. You as a leader, what this really just means for a lot of us is job security, (laughs) right? I mean, just practically, uh, you're always going to have a job because a leader, we're always going to be needed. And that's not vocationally. That's, you know what I mean? It's, uh, there's, there's always going to be the need for somebody to step up in the midst of chaos. So this is not a time to beat yourself up because you don't know what the future is. Just embrace it. Um, be measured in your responses. Don't overpromise. Don't overdoom. Just be a leader, be a leader, step into it. It's good. All right. So principle number four would be this is to telegraph how you're thinking about the uncertainty. Right. So right. why don't you uh, talk Which about that? Which is different than um, telegraphing exactly what we're going to do That's right. in the next six months. It's uh, here's here's how we're thinking about this. And so um, we've been using the, the, the phrase a lot, hey, we're going to war game for X, uh, meaning like we're going to run a scenario um, through to the end and say, how would we handle this? If things went this way, this is what we would do. If things went this way, this is what we would do. And so, and just trying to share as much as like makes sense uh, with everyone, this is what we would do if this were to happen. This is, uh, and and this is how we are thinking about this. Even, bef- even right. um, before we've made the decision, let us tell you how we're uh, thinking uh, about this. And I think that's been really, really helpful and really comforting um, to, uh, I'll, I'll pick our staff in that, in that instance, our staff feels like, okay, these guys are thinking about this and they're letting us know they're not going to surprise us uh, unduly. Some information can't be shared, but, uh, but by and large, I, mean, I feel like we've been very open with um, the whole, the whole team on this is where uh, we're headed, or this is better said, this is how we're thinking about uh, where we are headed. And then uh, I would say also giving a forum for, 
for questions. And so, uh, so we were together as a staff yesterday and Todd just opened it up to everyone and they were allowed to ask any questions that people just ask uh, all the questions that you would have if you didn't have all of the information and, uh, all of them were, um, were validated and said, thank you. That makes sense. That's a great question. I appreciate you asking. Here's, here's the the answer to that. You know, people were asking about, uh, where are we financially, you yeah. know, and, which is, uh, listen, that's, that's a question. If you don't have the, the answer to, that's a question you would have. And yeah. so, uh, why would you not ask that question? <laughs> you know, everybody's thinking it. So ask it. Yeah. And so, uh, and so just that, that give and take in the dialogue there, I really do think, uh, inspired, um, confidence in, uh, in our team. And, and some of them was, um, some of the questions there weren't specific specific answers, but it was back to this point. There's this, here's how we're thinking about this. Yep. Not sure what we're going to do, but let us tell you how we are thinking uh, about this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uncertainty is not an excuse for, uh, for you to not be clear. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so this is not a time to be lazy as a leader. And so you can still be clear in the midst of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And, and what you need to be clear about is here's what we do know. And here's what we don't know. And so here's how we're thinking about what we don't know. So it's not efficient. I think leaders are going to spend more time communicating right now because there is so much ambiguity, but you, you don't have an excuse to be unclear right right. now. And so sometimes the best way you can be clear is just to telegraph how you're thinking about a few of the options that, uh, that are out there. And just that little bit of information, I think, especially right now, everybody gets it. You know, everybody does get, like we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, all eyes are open that that James four is right, that we do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. And so now is a time to go, Hey, remember we all, we all don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Here's how we're thinking about this. Uh, if that happens, probably this, if not, it might be that. And then the other thing I like that Todd did yesterday is he was talking about the future. Uh, he mentioned it four times when a question was answered that he didn't have the exact answer for because the information Mm -hmm. wasn't there. He said, it might be this, it might be that that's how we're thinking about it. Pray for us. Yeah. And then another three questions later, it might be this, it might be that if not, it might be that. Will you pray for us? Yeah. You know? And I was like, that is so good. Yeah. That is so good. That's a great response as a leader to go, it might be this, it might be that. Pray for us. Pray that we'll mm-hmm. have discernment. Pray that we'll trust the Lord in the midst of all this. That didn't um, make me not trust him. Right. That right. made me trust him more. That's and right. I thought he was being clear. And, and it was really a great way to lead in the midst of that uncertainty. Yeah. So normally we would say transparency brings or breeds trust. And I think in this instance, we're saying, you know, telegraphing breeds trust yep, as that's well. That's really good. That's great. All right. Last one would be this, um, is to remind people the end of the story. And, uh, you know, John, you and I were talking about this. I think, I think this is the distinct advantage of being a Christian leader mm-hmm. is that in the midst of uncertainty, when we really don't know what May 2021 or 22 or the next four or five years are going to look like, but we do know how it all ends up uh, and it all ends up okay. And we do, as a Christian leader, we have the opportunity and the joy to remind people of even if this thing keeps trending down and it's a disaster and it all turns into the Hunger Games, you know, we're we know how this is going to end, and it doesn't it, it doesn't end with us hoping that a Mockingjay shows up. It, it ends with us uh, <laughs> praising God that Jesus came back, and yeah, uh, right. then we get to spend eternity with Him, and so. We get to have that privilege. So we get to remind people that this has always been a reality is how we started this list. And we get to remind people of the end of the story. And that's, that's that's a privilege that we have. And so we need to take advantage of that during this opportunity. That's it. We've got information that uh, others do not. That's right. So 
uh, you and I as leaders, we didn't go to Harvard, you know, and so there's, there might be a study we missed out on that we uh, probably somehow is crippling our leadership, but, but we know something that Harvard doesn't. That's right. right. We know how the story ends and, uh, and we know who to trust. And a verse I just memorized a long time ago. I don't even know when, but uh, Psalm 27, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God, you know, which is to say chariots and horses would have been the, uh, the F 35s and the, uh, the tanks of the day, you yeah. know? And so, which makes sense to trust in those, but, um, people of God have always trusted not in, uh, the military, not in science, you know, not in government, all those things can be God given graces, um, or the economy. We trust in the Lord mm-hmm. and, uh, and we can, because we, uh, we, we know the end of the story. We've got the missing, uh, the missing tapes, the missing pieces. Um, and we can flip to the end and go, yeah, God wins. It, and it, we're, yeah. uh, we're wearing his Jersey. And it, it like that comes out when you're talking. And I had a conversation with a friend recently that talked about a leader of, of their organization that generally is very, um, very, uh, positive and upbeat and they're watching this leader start to wobble a little bit as as this season moves on and just how chilling was the word that my friend used that can be to some of the team and um and again i don't know what the what this person's uh, faith journey is and listen christians have bad days too right and we can all uh get a little bit out of whack so i'm not i'm not trying to say that it's this guy's clearly not a follower of jesus i'm just saying the power that leaders can have when you lose sight of the end of the story and just how powerful that can be and comforting to the people that you're leading when you go, Hey, we're going to, ultimately we're going to be okay. This is all going to work out. Okay. And, um, and so we get to, we get to remind people of that. And, and now is a great time to do that. It's always been a great time to do that, but now especially is a great time to do that. Hearts are ready to hear that story. That's right. And, uh, and so take advantage of that. It's a great time to preach the gospel to people and to remind your people of the gospel. Yes. So that's it. And yourself. Remind remind yourself and um, don't, don't just grab a microphone and, uh, and tell other people how to think well and remind them of the end. Remind yourself, you know, before you get out of of bed in the morning. And uh, I think most leaders have, uh, they started in a very fearful state or somewhat fearful state and kind of transitioned into this, you know, frustration and fatigue. And that's where a lot of people are, uh, are living right now. And uh, I mean, God, God's got you, you know, and um, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast and I'm just, I mean, I'm so proud of the way that they've led through uh, uncertainty and uh, you, you know, you have what it takes because the mm-hmm. spirit of God is in you. You have what it takes to lead through this. Keep going. And uh, just keep taking uh, the next wise step. And I think these could be, uh, continue to be your best leadership moments. We talked, I remember talking about this early on, um, Adam, our, one of our first podcast around um, kind of COVID, that this is this is not a sprint. Uh, this is going to be a bit of a marathon. And uh, and we're into some of the, I don't even, I, we're not through it yet. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of us thought, hey, we're going to run a couple miles and then, uh, you know, get some Gatorade and a snack and be done. And uh, and we're, we're kind of probably in the mid season. So don't get weary. Um, I bet you we, we get through this. But regardless of what happens uh, in the next, you know, one, three, six months, uh, we know how it ends at the very, very end. And that should give us great confidence. There you go. Your people need you right now. So step up and uh, embrace that privilege that it is to lead. All right, John, fun always being in the studio with you. Uh, If you have any questions or comments on today's episode or topics you'd like for us to consider for future episodes, feel free to contact us via email. We can be reached at clp at watermark.org. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review the show. That helps people find us. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time.